Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios. Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andrew Scannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. And we are actually coming to you live from a steel trap bunker located miles into the Earth's surface. And why? Because something, a little something, a little, a little something called the coronavirus came knock, knock, knocking on our door. And, uh, and let's just say that, um, it might be here to stay. I'm afraid it might, it just might be here to stay. Uh, so, you know, but we're, we're in good spirits here at, uh, you know, in the zoo tycoon, uh, studio and all of the employees are have been sent home uh, to their bunkers. They can go. They can do whatever we want. But me, since I live in this studio, I have to, I have to steel trap myself inside. And you know, we live in a time where like content is king. So taking a week off would have been such a would have been such a blessing, right? right. But I can't afford to take a week off because, you know, uh, podcasts wait for no for no one, um, and. I also feel a duty and an obligation to provide people who are stuck at home, can't get out, can't go to work, can't do their normal life. I feel like I have an obligation to, uh, to, to not take a day off. I'm like the male man. You're like the doctors. I'm like the doctors. I'm like the male man. So instead of being afraid of the sickness, I'm in fact... I'm down with the sickness. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I made sure and pulled that just in case I needed it for later. Mm-hmm. There's only one member of the Zoo Tycoon crew, though, here uh, with us today in the studio, and it's uh, we are. I'm very honored and um, to have this person here. They are, in fact, a medical doctor, a <laughs> uh, person in the medical field who is a professional. Uh, it is my lovely significant other, uh, Jacqueline Chavira. So say, so say something cool, and then I'll play your sound effect. Uh, okay. Thank you for having me. Okay, and you may be a doctor, but I'm the doctor. <laughs> so that is, uh, okay. you know, okay. that's a little okay. doctor clip. Mm-hmm. Whoa! And uh, <laughs> it's mashed up with a little uh, theme song from Doctor Mario. Great. So those two doctor things. Very cool. I just want to say before <laughs> anything else is said that yeah. I am in no way a doctor. Oh. I have applied for physician assistant school. And I think technically that does make me the most qualified person in this room between myself and Jeremy to right. speak on anything medically. But I am not a doctor. I am not a nurse. I have not been to any of these schools. For okay. These professions, Great. But <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you're ruining the show. So I would stop uh, saying how uh, much you're not a doctor and uh, maybe just uh, like, like just play along with the bit. <laughs> Is that, I mean, <laughs> Great. Uh, no, but you are somebody who is going to be working in the medical world I do. here yeah, soon. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully at some point I will be um, if all goes well. Yeah. So, uh, but beyond just, you know, studying for medicine and completely destroying my podcast, <laughs> uh, what else do, what else do you do kind of for fun? What, 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 explain a little bit of, of like your life. Uh, you know, it's not exactly filled to the brim with video games like mine and like other people you might've heard on this show, but it's filled with something, um, it's filled with things that are, uh, good nonetheless. 
Yeah. Um, in my spare time, I guess I do a lot of volunteering. I do a lot of studying to prepare for um, PA school and a career in healthcare someday. I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of mm-hmm. volunteering. Yes. Yeah. Is Are you a fan of Disturbed <laughs> at all? Uh, probably at one point. Did you like the song Down With The Sickness? I mean, yeah. Didn't everybody? Is that something that persuaded you into going into the medical field yeah is hearing a song like that yeah when i was what 11 maybe 11 you know what year that came out Uh, no i don't but i'm also too afraid to look it up because it'll mean i'll suddenly like like dorian gray like just become like shriveled into an older man Mm -hmm. uh as soon as i look at that that date okay great yeah um down with the sickness get ready to see me shrivel it came out in 2002 no so i was no 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 it that's when the richard cheese version came out who's richard cheese (laughs) he's like the guy that covered it uh someone covered that song yeah he was like the guy who used to be on the oh it was 2000 okay so I, i was like 10 you were 10, yes. And I was a whopping 13, so I wasn't even that much mm-hmm. older when Down the Sickness came mm-hmm. out. Come on. It's not... I'm not... I'm old, but I ain't that old. Um, today, we will be covering, in uh, light of the coronavirus that has absolutely destroyed our, our waking world, uh, we will be covering 10 video game diseases to avoid. This is based on a, a little article I found online from GameRant.com. GameRant. Go GameRant. <laughs> That's their... That's a, ta- uh, we- That's a tagline sponsor. for the website I just made up uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our new sponsor is Game Rant. Go Game Rant. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we'll get, we're going to go through a, a bunch of different video games here. Uh, we are at the mercy of this list. I absolutely cannot think of any other diseases in video games. I refuse to mm-hmm. come up with any of my own. Uh-huh. Um, but before that, I got to know, Jacqueline. Yes. MD. Yeah. PhD. Mm-hmm. What have you been ph plan <laughs> i mean you know the answer to that i've been watching you play uh okay um so you you're back on your red dead redemption 2 train yes right? i'm back on my bullshit so thank I've, you I've yeah been watching you mm-hmm. play that a lot of that which, that's a good horse that seems that honestly that does seem like a game that i would probably be interested at some point yeah. interested in at some point mm-hmm. um it looks really cool um, it's beautiful right it's, it's really beautiful now do you really think it's beautiful or are you just saying that because i've made you come in the room several times and been like look how beautiful i this think it's is. beautiful i think it's great it looks it looks amazing and there's a lot to do in that world i think you have told me that you know there's a lot of different like side missions is that like a word yeah side missions sure yeah 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 yeah. Uh, yeah there's like a lot of like one might call them side quests side okay mm-hmm but uh, mission is, it, that's more military. Okay, great. Quest it, it seems like more like elven. Okay, great. Yeah, so <laughs> si- there's a lot of really good side quests. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and it just, it looks very compelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I yeah. think I'm, I think I'm having a good time with it. It, it feels a little bit like an obligation. Like, oh, I should finish this because... You know, my parents bought me it for a Christmas gift two years ago. And... Yeah, I mean, I know that that's one of your big New Year's resolutions is to f- finish. Mm-hmm. The, you know, we talked about that like back back in December. You yeah. wanted to finish 
media that you started, whether that was movies or TV right. shows, because that's kind of like our MO as a as a family unit, as mm-hmm. a house. Yeah. We like to me, you start, and the dog, Lily. Me, you and the dog. We start things and then, you know, we either get too busy or it gets too boring or yeah. I don't know. We retreat back into the old favorites. So, yeah. Yeah. And an old favorite for us might be something like The Office, you know, 30 Rock, uh, all the, King all the of the Hill. I, all the shows that I make you watch before we go to bed. King of the Hills and I'm um, one of yeah, mine. Yeah, that was your call. That and was your Simpsons. Call, which was a good call. Yeah. 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 Like the comforting, you know. The, com- the creature comforts. You know, this world is, is crazy and sometimes you just need, you know, yeah uh, comfort content yeah and just a little quick check-in before we get into the news of which of course will be video game news i'm something everyone's on the edge of their seat dying to hear us report on is like what's <laughs> going on in the world of video games yeah i'm sure people are dying um, to hear my take on it yeah uh what how are you feeling about the recent uh pandemic that has completely uh, rooted itself in every aspect of our modern society are you afraid? Are you... I am genuinely... I'm not afraid. I'm genuinely very creeped out mm-hmm. um, by... And this is a medical professional, everybody. This is somebody <laughs> who ha- definitely is... And, and you you redacted that so fast, but you have worked in the medical field. You have worked as an assistant to nurses, at least, right? Uh, sure. What would you call the, what, the, that whole summer? You did. I I was doing counts uh patient counseling That's, at an OBGYN. Th- you're in an OBGYN at that point. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, That's I, a medical professional. Yeah, I was basically an OBGYN. But on top of that, you just know a lot more than you it, it's your it's it's your video games. Yeah. Medicine is your video games. It is something I'm very passionate about. Yeah. That's why I would like to pursue a career in it. Right. So but as a medical professional, <laughs> you this does you are scared. I am, This is something to worry about. Well, yeah, I think I think the consensus is now we don't know enough about it and we don't know about, you know, about the disease itself and about how it's going to behave to kind of just cavalierly be like, oh, it's just the flu. Yeah. Which self-admittedly, that was like my reaction. Like, oh, it's just a flu. You know, it'll it'll come and go. The symptoms are mild. But I I think the truth is now we don't really know like what to expect. And that's the scary part for a lot of people, especially mm. when it comes to like allocating resources and funding and all that. Um, the creepiest part is the way people are choosing to respond to it, which is to straight up just hoard resources, which is really yeah. interesting. <laughs> how do you, how do you feel about that? Cause we have ourselves gone to a grocery store too, to grab uh, supplies such as canned foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I, I got liquor, mm-hmm. um, water, tacos. water, beer, <laughs> more liquor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I told, I told my friend Max, uh, shout out to Max Spear. I don't know if you're listening to the show. Is that Max's last name? Yeah. Not Spears also. He was <laughs> quick to correct me on it being Spears when we first met. But uh, my friend Max took me to the grocery store. And I said, this, I'm going to take this opportunity to become the alcoholic I've always wanted to be. Uh-huh. I'm going to take, I'm going to hoard up. I'm going to start now. And right, so by the right. time the current advice has passed, I'm fully Kurt Russell from the thing. I'm just like a liquored up, uh, I'm just, I'm raw. Every time you see me, I'm playing chess against a computer and I'm just throwing the computer on the ground. That's the, um, persona you're going to adopt in this big crisis. beard, yeah. f- kind of getting fat. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. 
Sounds good. What persona are you going to try to channel in this uh, in, during the crisis? <laughs> I... This is an opportunity to like, like the phoenix rise from your the ashes of your former post sickness or yeah. pre sickness self. <sighs> I just want to more doctory. Yeah, yeah, I just want to yeah. do what I've been trying to do forever. Uh, so yeah, I would hope to maybe um less people will want to go to PA school and medical school. So there I'll you have go. a chance of getting in. And Jackie, that's why you are... You may be a doctor, but I'm the doctor. <laughs> the doctor. Great. You know how long I tried to find a, just a clip on YouTube that was just someone saying like, the doctor is in the house uh-huh. or like, the doctor is here. Mm-hmm. It was like the 50th clip I pulled up was like <laughs> of from Doctor Who. And I do like, I do like what he says. Yeah, I can't wait for when... You know, I am a practitioner mm-hmm. and I inevitably get sued for malpractice for something. Yeah. And, then and they reference this podcast. Yeah. This podcast when you repeatedly call me a doctor. I, I can't wait for that day. It's going to be great. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'll testify in court. I'll be like, she practically was <laughs> just stop. Yeah. Okay, so you basically spoiled the beans on what I've been playing, which is Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, I... I'm having a good time with Did it. Did you say spoiled the beans? You spoiled the beans. <laughs> that's like spilled the beans and spoiled the surprise, but like yeah. that's spoiling the beans. You spoiled the beans. <laughs> the beans were the surprise and you spoiled them. I've been eating lots of beans in Red Dead Redemption 2, by the way. Great. Which is a, which is a thing that you can eat by a campfire. Nice, toasty beans. I enjoy the game. I'm having a good time with it. It's beautiful and it's different than Pokemon, which is a game that I finished. That's right. Ah, That's right. I remember you telling me that. I got two the end screens. I got the first the end screen and all the credits rolled and they were like, guess what though? There's more to do after that. Mm. And then I did a whole nother thing and I got another the end. And at that point I was like, I could keep playing this game. I could keep getting more the end screens or I could kind of put baby to bed oh so it wasn't like a it wasn't like a pokey stinger like it was like it it kind of was it's called the post game Mm. which is after you beat the main game they a lot of games these days have a post game where Mm. you can still run around and and accomplish stuff and and do side missions Mm -hmm. um and pokemon is a game that you could probably play in for infinity because you can just always catch more always trade more always do more level up breed feed them mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but i think mm-hmm. i'm i'm pushing pause on that just because there's not a huge motivation for me to keep going right this second mm-hmm. and i'm going into uh you know a little rdr to shooting some uh bandits me myself a bandit mm-hmm. me myself love bandit mm-hmm. uh and um and then on top of that i don't know i i want to have an rpg going in the background i want to have something like a final fantasy or a dragon quest going on in the background yeah, then, you picked up something else. Where, I mean, I remember the the music when I was trying to go to sleep last mm-hmm. night. What is that? That was Dragon Quest Five, and ah. it's interesting you bring that up because I was playing it on my. I have a little cart that is a hacked cart, so I can like play DS games on my 3DS. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but they're stolen. They're un- not paid for. <laughs> okay, what? I don't know why I, re- I said it like that. <laughs> they are. It's a. It's like a hacked thing. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm. So I'm playing Dragon Quest V and I get to this point and it's towards the very beginning uh-huh. and it won't let me progress. Uh-huh. And I'm like really confused. And I like I spent an hour on this boat just trying to figure out like, who do I talk to? How do I get off this, this fucking boat? Uh-huh. I go online. It turns out that Square, the company that makes the game, put inside of the game a like a um, an anti-piracy 
if then that if and then mm-hmm. uh, script. Okay. So that if you were ha- to use a hacked ROM, if you were not playing an actual cart, like an actual bot sort bot copy, it won't let you progress. Ah. Yeah. So I kind of spent some time today trying to figure out, okay, how do I definitively actually just hack my 3DS so I can play all kinds of games? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a new project for me. We'll mm-hmm. see how far I get down. You know, we'll see how far I, I, I get uh, I get in this project. It may not be a ton. <laughs> but we're supposed to be finishing things. I know, I know. So you're right. I should finish things or not start because I technically haven't started yet. I've well, just looked up some YouTube videos on how to do it. I mean, I feel like we're going to be... Uh, landlocked yeah. down for a while yeah here. i mean we're six miles underground yeah so keep that in mind you do have quite the amount of spare time on your hands just to get to the surface takes me half a day mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah i guess i do have some time maybe i should uh we should look into that but on that note do you want to get into the news sure all right that is of course our news sound effect um e3 has officially been canceled Oh, I forgot that that was happening. Yeah. When, does that normally happen in this at this time of year? Around maybe April, may, maybe end of March, April, May. Um, you know, this is kind of stupid, but yeah. wouldn't you think that they would be able to make that virtually accessible at this point? So that was an, another part of this is there's an article that went up on GameSpot that's basically like E3 2020 may live on as an online experience. Okay. And most companies like Nintendo and PlayStation have already pulled, pretty much pulled out of E3 like mm-hmm. as far as being there, like having a live show and have channeled all that into a a digital show. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo has these things called directs and they happen every so often. And, and that's what me and the boys, we, we, we get really excited because whenever Nintendo has a direct, we all get up at like 6am and like watch it and it like I, announces yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Sony has started doing a, a similar thing, even though those aren't really as good as the Nintendo's. Uh-huh. The only people really going to E3 still were Microsoft. So that was a big, right. still yeah. a big company. But now because due to the coronavirus and also GDC and other big games conference, got canceled because of coronavirus uh-huh. I, they're just pulling out completely but this might be the end of e3 altogether because they were not doing well i did not know that e- there was a there was once upon a time when e3 was like the coolest thing to go to tell me about it mama <laughs> i long for them days yeah. uh no i and and i think there was even a part of me that was thinking well maybe i'll get to go one day you know, it was like this big event, big yeah. experience. Yeah. And I don't think that's that's in the cards for me. I mean, by all accounts, everyone who has to go to E3 hates going to E3 because it's just so many people mm-hmm. and so like, and you're working around the clock. Yeah. If, you're, if you're there, you're usually working it. But I would have liked to go as a, as I don't know, just to, just to look at it. Yeah. But there are other games conferences. There are other things that I could go to. Where was it? Where is it? It is in L.A. Is it at the L.A. Convention Center? I think so. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nintendo announced Lego Mario sets. And (laughs) according to GameSpot, and it makes all your favorite noises. What? Yeah. Have you seen this? No. I think I'm going to play the trailer for you just so you can see it. Okay. And kind of see what it's going to look like. Um, You know, a word that... If you have been listening to the show, you know I love to use and have been using a lot lately is uh, toyetic. Toyetic meaning, 
you know, this is an item that you can play with like a toy. Okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, I would say this Lego set is very toyetic. Okay. Not that other Lego sets aren't, but this is like, uh, this almost, you'll see, it's almost like a, uh, like a, like a game in and of itself beyond just building it. And here we go. Lego Mario time. Oh. Here we go. Yeah, you see that? It like makes these so it sounds, you can like, uh, has a little digital interface on the Mario. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it corresponds to the different bricks and blocks you hit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there's, there's Bowser. Baby Bowser. Baby Bowser. Or Bowser Jr., I guess. Yoshi, mm -hmm. your, your most... My nemesis. Your nemesis. Yeah, so there's some way to play this thing. Doesn't Mikey Stevens stand with me in our opinions of Yoshi or is that just Yoshi Island? Oh, you mean uh, Mikey Stevens of uh, of uh, of this sound effect? Uh, owner of this sound effect? Fuck <laughs> Yoshi's Island! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he agrees. Uh, fuck Yoshi's Island. Oh my god. According to a report from Eurogamer Poland... Jeez. <laughs> That's what happens when you leave a webpage open too long. Okay, so is that Lego... Is that made by Lego the company? It is, yeah. Everything about that was so weird looking. <laughs> like, the sizes were so... The size of Mario His is proportions so are weird. Why is big. he so big? I don't... He's huge compared to, like, the regular Lego people. Yeah. All the figures and like yoshi was smaller than mario which is weird because he's in well, theory supposed to ride him yeah mario's supposed to ride yoshi oh you can't ride something smaller than you that makes sense what <laughs> well, what in the, the hell in the games he looks kind of he's small. bigger oh he is he's always bigger than mario yeah yeah, yeah. really yeah i mean in i really super wouldn't know in super mario world he's maybe the same size but yeah. I mean, yeah, like that's, yeah. It, it looks weird when he's like a tiny, yeah, it, it, it's a strange looking thing. Like, guess, I'm not sure how you play it or what you do yet, but. Yeah. But here's do my. You, do you want it? I do want it. Here's my problem with Legos though, is they're always so expensive. They're, yeah. They are, they don't even ride the line of like where I'm like, oh, maybe I should right. get that. It's always like whenever I see a price tag for a Lego thing, I'm always just like, impossible like that is, is just it? impossible i don't know how much that's gonna oh. be but like i remember i saw the simpsons house one time and i was like maybe i should get that maybe if it's like 50 would be pushing it you know what i mean i'm like i'm like yeah. if it's 50 bucks maybe that's too much it was 100 bucks for the simpsons yeah, house and I, i'm like gosh um, and you know how bad i want the simpsons house i know you want the simpsons house <laughs> i um don't like the way that thing looks it looks like a weird uh it looks kind of strange, huh? Yeah, it looks like a weird uh, knockoff of a Lego set. Like it looks like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, oh, like uh, Mega Blocks. Yeah, like something. How they're not quite Lego like. Legos, but yeah, good enough for your parents. Like that's mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel that looks. I, but I guess it makes sense that they have to make the Mario kind of big because he's got a lot going on. He's got like audio and visuals and stuff on him yeah on his person so if you made him a, a little lego sized person you couldn't do any of that yeah 
Um, are you at all an Animal Crossing person? No. A lot of people have told me to play this game, but I don't. I thought it was um, Crossy Road for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> Which I did yeah, like. Not quite. Yeah. Not quite that. Nice. It's fun like that, uh-huh. but different. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I, w- I wonder if you would like Animal, uh, Animal Crossing, you know, just between... You know, between you, me, and the listener here, I have dedicated uh, most of my life to trying to get Jacqueline into a video game, but something that she would genuinely enjoy and want to stick with. And I've had a few of those there, in my life. You love games. I'm not just saying. I mean, you love. By all accounts, you do love games. They're not your passion. They're not even a strong hobby for you, but you do like to play them. I've gone through periods where I've been obsessed with a specific game right you really love super mario bros 3 mm-hmm. and mario uh, 64, 64 right and yeah. bioshock yeah and there was games on the pc you liked right um i was very into starcraft 2 mm-hmm. uh, there you go but but for me it's like you know you would much rather be on Instagram or watching a television show than playing yeah. a game. That's yeah, probably yeah. more your speed, especially if you're relaxing. And I'm trying to get you, I'm trying to see what out there, what is out there that we could throw into the mix to like, I mean, God forbid, maybe you even want to get a switch of your own, you know, who even knows, <laughs> but, uh, I animal mean, crossing. Yeah. I would love, I would love to get you in on some animal crossing to see if you respond, how you respond to it. Okay, great. Um, what kind of game is it? It is a like a it's kind of like a Sims like where oh, it's like oh a, I love Sims it's you are you you are like you in mm-hmm. the game, and your job is to pretty much sustain a town. So you're mm-hmm. like picking apples and you're finding fossils and you're selling all that stuff to get money so you can add extensions to your town and it sounds like a lot of pressure. Pressure to sustain the whole town. It's not. It's I'm responsible for I'll an show, I'll, show, town. I'll show you some clips of it like kind of what it looks like. Okay. You go fishing, you can go uh, catch bugs. It's like it's like very um cute art style, very I've like, seen the art style. Yeah. It's very round. Very round, yeah. almost like paper mache looking art yeah. style. But you know how I feel about that art style. I know. You're not it's not your favorite. So for the list between you me and the listener, Jacqueline also uh just a, a is abhors any kind of puppet or muppet of any kind well, yeah, anything but- that is a fake thing trying to pass as a real living thing jackie does not like that i was thinking more about when i would make fun of your octopath time traveler oh yeah and that's also people. yeah and it is called octopath traveler not what an a- octopath time traveler <laughs> But whatever. Um, <laughs> well, that's where fine. are they traveling? They're not going into different time dimensions. They're- no, they're just go. They're just traveling around one dimension, not even a big dimension. Just you know, <laughs> like a little county. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Um. Yeah. And then oh. Uh. And here's the, like the last thing I guess we'll throw out in news. I don't know if this is gonna mean anything to you. <laughs> this might just sound like I'm speaking different language. God forbid. Mm-hmm. But uh, former Nintendo boss Reggie Fizeme joins GameStop's board of directors. That's weird. Okay. Why do you think it's weird? I'm going to flip out if you're like on the same page. Former Nintendo. Because uh, that just strikes me as weird because first of all, I thought GameStop's were like dying. Mm-hmm. Um, And second of all, doesn't Nintendo have like a streaming 
not a streaming service, but like a service where you can just get games right. through like your Switch. They all do. Yeah. All, so like all why why do we need it? Why do we need GameStop? But why would that guy, is he still acting as CEO? Or is he still CEO of Nintendo? No. No, he stepped down like oh. a year or two years ago. So Reggie oh, Fizeme right. was yeah. like a hero to mm-hmm. us. Like he was this person who kind of stepped into Nintendo when Nintendo was in a huge slump. Mm-hmm. And he kind of pulled them out of darkness. He pulled them into the Wii generation, which was like... The Wii was the biggest selling Nintendo thing to this day ever still. Oh, no. Does that mean that there's going to be a GameStop resurgence? <laughs> well, yeah, I think. I mean, his quote directly is, uh, the gaming industry needs a healthy and vibrant GameStop. I look forward to being a part of GameStop's board and help making this happen. That's so funny because healthy and vibrant are probably the last two words I would think of in describing <laughs> a GameStop. Well, no, no. That, he's saying they need one. Like, oh, the, It's right. not that way That's now. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's so yeah, he's right. We do need that. Um, what do you think about that? Because I know you love your mom and pop game shop. Well, I love my mom and pop stores, but and GameStop has hasn't been even a fun place for me to go for like years. It's, it's like a toy store now. It's like a place to sell pop toys. Yeah, yeah. So I don't love that, but I have heard whisperings that 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 sorry i've heard whisperings that um gamestop was going to revert back to a more like retro game store as opposed to newer games i was just gonna say i really the thing i liked the most about gamestop was that you could rent games from there you couldn't you could you could i didn't i did i mean i I know you could like buy them and return them is that what you would do is that what i did maybe i thought you could rent games there are you thinking blockbuster no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, I never rented games from GameStop. I know I, I used to do this thing where I would buy them and then sell them back to GameStop for, and then get a new game Maybe where I would take them back. I, I remember doing this specifically with God of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe that's what I did at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm. And maybe in my mind, I just convinced myself it was fine because it was renting it. It was but... a different time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. I know that Reggie fils has pulled a kind of dying company out from the grave and, and brought it into the sun before. I think he could maybe do it again. But my question is, do we even want this? You know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, again, I kind of like the idea if this, if he could do this of renting games, I think that would be fun. I think he should. And you want to rent physical games too. You want to go to a place and rent games like, like we used to back in the day. I, yeah, I don't like buying things online mm. and like, I, I don't know. I'm like you in that way. We both like physical, tangible I things. I do like to have a physical thing to hold. Yeah. yeah Some things I do. Sometimes I'm, I'm fine with buying a thing digitally, but sometimes no. Sometimes I want it. I would, Nintendo stuff, especially. I want that. That stuff never depreciates. Give me that Nintendo game. I'll sell it back later. You crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I think they would have to get rid of like a lot of the to- the merchy aspect of it mm. you know like the minecraft axes and yes the, thank you the minecraft swords and stuff yeah and like the Ugh. weird spencer's gift shirts spencer's gift-esque shirts yeah <laughs> yeah like uh my other shirt is a delorean uh-huh. something like that uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah yeah my other shirt is a fallout new vegas <laughs> just yeah just the name of the game yeah just the name of the game 
Uh, great. Well, is there any uh, other news topics that you were itching to get off your chest? Anything video game related news? Uh, um, nah. All right. Well, that'll uh, take us out of news. And I guess we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we are going to talk all about uh, video game diseases that you do not want to have uh, <laughs> throughout time and throughout throughout gaming. We have a medical expert with us, Jacqueline, <laughs> to navigate us through this, to t- let us know if any of these things could happen and how to avoid them potentially in the future. So uh, on that note, you know, like, uh, stay tuned. Video games and comedy show. I am, as always, your host Jeremy Schmidt, and I am sitting here with the lovely uh, Jacqueline Shavira, uh, Titan member of the Zoo Tycoon crew. Were you giving me a high five? No, there's a gnat. Oh, there's a gnat. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to brush away a gnat, not. Uh, what's the not, What's a Titan member of the a Zoo? Titan member, uh, f- a formative member, a, a huge member, a, a member that has been with us the longest. You know, the Titans in Greek culture were there before the gods. Thank, yeah. You know, I did. I know now. <laughs> I did know that before that. And and I consider you this to, not only because you were on a previous episode of the show many many moons ago, but you were, uh, you know, you were here when this show was created in this show's inception. So yeah. I consider you to be a Titan member. Thanks. Who else is uh, a Titan member? Michael McCaller would be definitely a Titan member for sure. Mm-hmm. Michael for Hearn for sure. And then that's it. Connor McCabe <laughs> um, probably would can be considered that too. I think he came, like he would be the next one in, to be considered a Titan. I'm, but Ari Grab would, but he's gone. R.I.P. R.I.P. Ari Grab. And then and then I I would consider the next generation the July Diaz's, Michael Stevens, Jacques Maladeus. You know those those who rose, but we don't need to get into the lore of the show. Uh, <laughs> we are talking diseases. Uh, 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 I feel like a uh, 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 I feel like a, uh, a good episode is coming on. Um, oh boy! Yeah, oh boy. we're gonna talk all about diseases. If we do not mention a disease that you wanted us to talk about on the show. Uh, you can blame GameRant.com. Famously, <laughs> their their tagline is GameRant. Go GameRant. <laughs> They have a list here that is 10 entries long, and we're going to go through every entry. And just so you know, I did no research even on this article. I didn't even read the article, so I don't even know what <laughs> what's, what's going to happen. But uh, let's get started here with number 10. Okay. The forced evolutionary virus from Fallout. And I will give you a picture for context of what this might uh, make you look like. Oh. oh that's nasty. Yeah, that's rough on the eyes. That's nasty. 
So I'm looking at a picture of a brute holding a, uh, like a pipe. Oh, it's a fire hydrant on a pole. Let me see. Let me see. He's holding a fire hydrant. Like that's what he's going to hit you with. Oh, I was looking at this other hand. Is that a gun? Yeah, that might be like a like a gun or maybe a, a some sort of a projectile blade comes Got out of it. it. Yeah. So, um, so do you know anything about this this disease that's the, in fallout? The series fallout. Yeah. Well, I know that it's a disease that wipes out a bunch of the population, and I know that in fallout you kind of start underground in your own bunker, like mm-hmm. this bunker that we're in now, mm-hmm. and you kind of come out of your little like uh, what is it like a uh, uh, frozen chamber Mm -hmm. you thaw out and then you are able to explore the world of fallout and you know there are a few like uh little havens Mm -hmm. of people here and there but who the people who unfortunately either didn't die or didn't stay human became super mutants and i believe Mm -hmm. they became super mutants due to this forced evolutionary virus Mm -hmm. so i'll read the entry the world of fallout is an incredibly dangerous place filled with gangs villainous bandits and savage radioactive beasts however is not just these deadly challenges that Wasteland survivors need to watch out for. Aside from the Death Claw, perhaps the most <laughs> fearsome enemy out in Fallout franchise is the Super Mutant. These formerly normal human beings were subjected to the FEV or forced evolutionary virus by numerous nefarious groups in an attempt to create a superior form of human. The end result was hulking, violent creatures hellbent on turning the rest of humanity into further mutants. So when you get this disease, you don't just bulk up and become like a fucking roided out, uh, you know, Psychopath. psycho. You try to turn others into this. Ah, okay. So in your experience, mm-hmm. do you, what is the likelihood of this kind of happening today? <laughs> and how would you avoid this kind of thing happening? Maybe what are some steps that we could take as a precautionary <sighs> step? Assuming we survive from coronavirus, which it does not look good at this point. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Gleaning onto the little information that I have, I would I would say you know I I, did, I don't know what you're talking about. I read <laughs> I read four sentences on it. I did pick up. Do doctors uh, need more information <laughs> to go on? I did pick up the term um, radioactive. Okay. So uh, I wish I played this more because it actually sounds pretty interesting. But mm-hmm. you know, I would say uh, steer away from nuclear power. I think okay. that would be great. Great. Yeah. So just stay away from any kind of nuclear power plant you might be next to or living in a sure. town of. Yeah. Would you go so far as to say you should like move away from a town that is home to a nuclear power plant? To avoid getting this disease? Mm-hmm. For sure. Great. For sure. Great. Okay. That's that one. <laughs> Number nine, the cordyceps brain infection or sordyceps. Brain infection. Cordyceps. Brain infection of a little game called The Last of Us. The fungal infection from Naughty Dog's survival horror classic The Last of Us is a terrifying prospect. Humans who become infected by the parasite fungus lose higher brain functions before losing their sight and eventually succumbing to the disease. All the while, infected humans become highly aggressive. They are able to spread the parasite through bites and airborne spores. The most horrifying thing about the cordyceps brain infection is that it is based on a real world parasite mm-hmm. ophiocordyceps ophiocordyceps unilateralis is a fungal parasite that takes control of ants and mm-hmm. was the inspiration behind the plot of last of us according to naughty dog the version of infection in game mutant uh, is a variant of the real life cousin this is what they look like just so you know basically 
it kind of mm-hmm. takes over their heads a little bit. It looks yeah. like their heads. And yeah. and there's a very famous sound that accompanies them. Um, and I think this is like uh, they're channeling sort of a bat. A bat can click mm-hmm. and it so it knows where it's at. Yeah, the echolocation. Echolocation. Because these, these creatures cannot see, they're called clickers in the game and they can click and I'll play you a little clip of what that might sound like. Do you hear the clicking? I do. I do. I do. And we can look forward to a sequel to that game in September. Well, we at least used to be able to look forward to it, but now we can't really look forward to anything. (laughs) Right. So what do you think of this sort of disease? Is this something possible that we could get maybe soon or later, sooner or later? Uh, You know, it's funny because like it's not that crazy. It is a fungus. Um, Like it was saying, it's based on an actual fungus and it, it's kind of like um, if you know if you're like a Harry Potter person, you know the Imperious Curse. Like when mm-hmm. that uh, now is a Harry it, Potter person a a person who is like one of the many Harry Potters that live among <laughs> us, or yeah, if, you're, if you, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean if you're into Harry Potter, you remember that it's one of the three unforgivable curses and it allows you to kind of like take over someone's brain. So this is kind of like a natural phenomenon of that. Like it, it, the, the uh, fungus that they mentioned in the article, it Mm. like kind of creates these like zombie like creatures, which is really kind of creepy. Um, I don't know if it could affect. Well, could a fungus get to be like, like, ever affect a human like well yeah yeah we have so many diseases that are you know from exposure to from fungi yeah yeah from fun guys from from fun guys Mm -hmm. uh those are different kinds of diseases but Mm -hmm. yeah um so i wouldn't necessarily rule this one out okay interesting terrifying and interesting Mm -hmm. moving on to number eight green poison (laughs) from the division I like that. Not every game. Uh, uh, the the entry is as follows. Not every video game virus manages to transform those infected into uh, a enemy to be defeated. One such example is this. The One such example of this is the green poison from Ubisoft's MMO shooter, The Division, initially contracted through coming into contact with the contaminated banknotes. Uh-oh. Metaphor. This virulent... Virulent? Virulent virulent strain of smallpox caused a full-on crisis in new york city with midtown manhattan under uh strict quarantine sounds like uh midtown los angeles these days Uh uh and the threat of similar destruction across the world it did not take long for different factions to brutally try to take control of the city Mm. if the green poison didn't get the inhabitants of new york there's every chance the cleaners or the rikers would instead i'm guessing those are like different gangs like of people roaming the streets so this is something that i've actually been afraid of right uh you know now that we are in complete and full quarantine nationwide Mm -hmm. because of the coronavirus is that factions of people would kind of gang up and get together and they start harvesting resources from our house and other people's houses Mm -hmm. uh how do you feel about this yeah, wait, I'm still kind of unclear. So there's a virus that's similar mm. to the smallpox. Is that what the green poison is? Or is the green poison... What exactly is the green poison again? Um, It's a strain of smallpox. Okay, so that... Okay, I thought for some reason it was like... 
how people got exposed to the disease or something because you said contaminated bank money right? money yeah okay. yeah uh oh that's the name of it yeah i mean virus strains that are related to the to you know smallpox are definitely still a threat i think mm-hmm. that's for sure a thing that could happen that really is well yeah i mean look at smallpox that happened like smallpox yeah, yeah but why we've pretty much wiped that out right ah no no oh, we no. almost did we almost did, but then what happened trump <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh no i don't know like the full history of that but i do know that smallpox is it was considered eradicated for a long time and or am i getting this wrong I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> so you don't even know. This is like beyond your pay grade. Well, let's look it up. Okay. Let's see. Okay. And uh, in the meantime, I will, you know, I'll, I'll play our looking ups uh, music. Looking something up on the phone. What's the answer? Is it? That smallpox never went away or that it almost went away. Okay, so they did say that it was eradicated, but I feel like there's something... I don't know. I don't have time to look this up. But okay. We'll but just go with that it's eradicated. Okay, so smallpox is gone, but that's not to say a strain of it couldn't emerge Yeah, I know that from this, the I know ashes. The CDC has like a strain of something. And what does that stand for? The Center for Disease Control. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm being tested. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like a strain of something. Yes, I asked that because I knew, and I want to see if you knew. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. And I thought it was smallpox that they like are keeping in case of a massive outbreak again to create a vaccine. Uh huh. So that there, there's like the scary scenario where like it could get out okay which is like you know bioterrorism that sounds like a video game (laughs) premise i think okay i'm pretty sure it was smallpox but uh don't quote me on that now i don't like this next entry we'll go through it anyway but this one's called the flood from halo so it's not just planet earth which is home to some particularly nasty diseases and infections. In the case of the flood from Halo, extraterrestrial viruses can have huge ramifications. In fact, the flood was nearly responsible for the destruction of all life in the Milky Way, with the parasitic creatures consuming a vast quantity of life in the galaxy. Incredibly adaptable, the flood is able to infect a wide variety of a wide variety of life forms, including both humans and forerunners. I don't know what forerunners are. Capable of transforming those infected by the parasite into highly aggressive beings. It's no surprise that so many galactic species have had difficulty combating this invader. So, (laughs) now I know that you're a medical expert, but you're not necessarily a space expert. (laughs) Not necessarily. So, the different, like, sort of beings and Uh otherworldly creatures. Mm -hmm. That's that's, above my pay grade. That's kind of above your pay grade. That's more like the men in black's pay grade. Yeah, like they so know maybe about not that. above my pay grade, but outside, like outside, adjacent to adjacent your pay grade. To. Got it. Yeah. So I don't think either one of us are capable of really expounding upon what the flood could do to, like, you know, planet Earth. I don't think we've seen them yet. Well, it's been. I mean, that is a common. I've heard. I've heard that theory before. That like, if aliens were to come to Earth, that they could bring with them 
I've heard of, heard it the other way around that like they wouldn't be able to survive in our atmosphere because yeah. of the diseases that won't run rampant on Earth. Yeah. But, Would, is there a situation where like, or has this ever happened where, you know, like people come to a new people that they haven't been in contact with and both of them have diseases that eradicate the other one? Like it's like a net, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you, you always yeah. hear about like uh, the small, like smallpox, coming us over bringing smallpox to the Americas. But did they like, for example, what if also the Americas gave us like fucking hyper hemorrhoids and we shat our uh, butts off and then died? Has that ever happened that you know? <laughs> uh, I cannot confirm, but I would okay. assume no. Okay, great. Well, this one's a little bit similar to that last one. It's called the Genophage from Mass Effect. Uh, although the flood proves to be a highly intimidating parasitic being, the genophage from Mass Effect has a more has a much more tragic story behind it. This infection was deployed on the highly aggressive Krogan race by the Turians. So it was a it was like one race of aliens set this free on uh, a warring uh, on purpose bioterrorism causing the mutation in the species that led to widespread infertility this attempt to thin out the numbers of Krogan galaxy wide was incredibly successful but the cost to the species itself was astronomical as a result there have been numerous attempts to reverse the genophage through the creation of a cure however these projects have never been for the Krogan's own well-being instead being used to amass armies to try to take control of the galaxy okay basically this is like a virus that makes you infertile ooh have has there ever been a bioterrorism like anything developed for bioterrorism that ha- or just bio warfare that has not necessarily killed the target, but like made them infernal, like tried to cut off their. I mean, I don't bloodline. know if it's been developed specifically for bioterrorism, but there are like viruses and um, diseases that will for sure make you infertile. Inter- okay, because you remember the movie Children of Men has a very. I've never s- seen, oh, you've never seen that. Never seen that. We'll have to watch that maybe tonight. That's like a that's like a nice contagion style movie great, that we can watch great. in the wake of this uh-huh. contagion that we're dealing with here in the Mushroom Kingdom. <sighs> anyway, uh, <laughs> do you do you think that that could ever spread widely enough to really affect a, a population? Uh, maybe, but if they're infertile, then they're not going to be, you know, passing it on necessarily. If it's something that's genetic. So like, I don't, maybe not. I mean, can you deploy a genetic weapon? Like that will, you know what I mean? Like cut off. And it would, yeah. I mean, yeah, theoretically. Yeah. You could Mm. kill off a species that way. Wow. Okay, so this one's called Zombie Virus from The Walking Dead. Uh (laughs) Although the idea of a zombie outbreak is a well-trodden path in a variety of media, perhaps the most bleak and chilling version of this virus is from The Walking Dead. Somehow, the entirety of humanity has been infected with a pathogen that brings the dead back to life as aggressive, mindless beings, (laughs) outnumbering normal humans by huge amounts. It becomes an immediate struggle to merely survive. Okay, so this doesn't go much into the disease. Also, you can, from what you can hear outside, a Walking Dead scenario is happening <laughs> uh, with our dogs. Uh huh. But uh, let me ask you this: zombies. Anything in medicine about whether or not that can happen? For sure, yeah. And there's also like what? Um, what do you mean for sure? <laughs> well, okay, not 
not li- not necessarily literal walking dead like not mm-hmm. deceased tissue right that, like, but there's a lot of things that um have probably inspired zombie lore and like also, rabies like rabies like mad cow disease like prions Whoa. um like anything that will attack your brain and just make you completely go insane um but also you know kind of strip your brain of the function to control its aggression so it's it's just like blind aggression and it's blind um irrational aggression oh my god uh and it turns man against man (laughs) well it turns the person against anything really (laughs) Uh, but yeah. And then there's also, you know, there's like a species of wasp that, um, will sting like, like caterpillars or any other insects. Mm -hmm. And it's able to somehow, although the cat, there's like this video, the specific video I'm thinking of on YouTube where the caterpillar is like dead, but the wasp is able to not only use the caterpillar's body, what? To lay its eggs in it, and then oh. the caterpillar is like an incubator for its larva. But it's dead. But it's dead, and then it still feels the need to protect the larva as it ha- as they hatch. Wait, so it's still moving around like alive, yeah. but it's dead. Yeah, I think I think, I think it's brain dead more than oh like, heart my dead. God. Yeah. Brain dead more than heart dead. <laughs> I didn't even consider that you could be one or the other. Well. I guess that's going to bring us to perhaps our final, our final entry. Did I skip a bunch? Yes, I did. Because I don't want to do zombies over and over again. I was going to say, I would imagine a lot of them are the same at some point. A couple, a few of them are zombies. The T-Virus from Resident Evil. What's the T-Virus from Resident Evil? I'm going to read it. The T-Virus from Resident Evil is perhaps the definitive video game virus developed by the Shady Umbrella Corporation as an infectious bioweapon, the pathogen itself has been released a number of times with devastating effect. First unleashed on a secret laboratory, the virus is responsible for the eventual destruction of Raccoon City. The highly contagious virus, which is extremely resistant to many antiviral methods, makes tremendous changes to the host. Although it had originally been designed with the aim of genetically modifying an organism into a killing machine, Mm. the T-virus was perhaps at it's most devastating through its changes to the general population, turning normal people into ravenous, hard to kill zombies. <laughs> it's no surprise <laughs> that the virus is notorious in the world of gaming. I like that. So there we have it. Oh yeah. That's a, uh, yeah, that's the writer wrapping up the article. So there we have it. Yeah. He, okay. Yeah. He starts with, so there we have it. Um, so basically the T virus is resident evils answer for a, um, a zombie apocalypse. It's not something that necessarily was caught through like genetics or over time or brought with an animal. It was developed in a lab and specifically given to human beings. Let me ask you this. As far as like genetic modification goes to like soldiers and people in the field, that's not something that we fucked with a ton, but that's not unreasonable, right? Like that idea of like we give a soldier a pill and they can be stronger or stay up later or well yeah we i mean we have when you think about it we have medication that makes us do that anyway Mm -hmm. you know um 
people take Adderall when they're not prescribed it to try to be sharper and concentrate more and they take things to prevent them from falling asleep, help them from falling asleep. So it like it would make sense that somewhere somebody is trying to make yeah. the ultimate fighting weapon using you know genetic modification yeah i think it's a bridge too far to assume that any governmenting body is really pursuing this with just like how much of a brake pump we put on like stem cell research and stuff i think i think doing it to existing bodies like to act to um already fully formed humans Mm. for sure but there's a lot of stuff that's been that's been introduced in the world of genetics in the last like just few years in the last few months so like maybe not fucking with people's lives already but like creating beings that are obviously you know created to a specific standard or ideal huh are you ready for this last one yeah okay now this is a little disease called rust lung from Gears of War. Oh, no. And why I like this one is because it's different than the other ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> Although the locusts were a big enough problem for humanity to deal with in the Gears of War universe, the protagonists of the series also had to deal with the Lambent, a catch-all name for those suffering from the later stages of Lambency, the virus. The, the virus was able to infect a wide variety of different species. With the early stage of the disease known as rust lung, the eventual effects for the host are far from pleasant. Caused by prolonged exposure to emulsion, it's not long before those infective, infected begin to mutate into savage forms, becoming more aggressive as a parasite takes control. Eventually, the host becomes entirely different from the beings they were before. What's more, the infected have a nasty habit of exploding, allowing the infection to spread even further. So I guess there's a couple things in here. <laughs> One is uh, something that maybe you could breathe through the lungs that would... Is there anything like in the rabies or kind of those other diseases we were talking about mm-hmm. previously? Is there anything in those varieties that like you breathe in, you would get from breathing in? Um, like a spore or a yeah, fungus that like, could like live inside you? I mean, nothing specific comes to mind, but I'm sure that there are things that are related to the spores of fungi like we talked about. Mm. And then... You know, right now with the coronavirus, that's that's um, a disease that manifests through, yeah, through breathing it in. Damn. Breathing and, droplets. And what about this idea of uh, something exploding or getting itself on something and that infecting that thing? That is wild. Um, it reminds I mean, me of the scene from 28 Days Later when the dad gets a drop of blood in yeah, his eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Could you even get infected that way? Well, yeah. I mean, that's why, you know, healthcare professionals have to be very careful when they're dealing with bloodborne pathogens. And um, we have, you know, medication and treatment that kind of protects people from that. But for mm. sure, yeah, like an open wound, a, bless, a blister could. Yeah. If it's something that's carried in, you know, the fluid and that yeah. blister, you know, whatever. In your time, have you ever seen a patient come in and something burst on them? In my time in an OBGYN clinic? Yeah. <laughs> like any, did a vagina burst? Uh, <laughs> other than birthing a child? Uh, I, I consider that bursting. <laughs> that's the only bursting I really saw. Oh, well, I shadowed a physician assistant. Um, I think this might be what you were talking about. And um, I'm deciding if I should talk about this. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> well, because I don't know what I can say with HIPAA. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, hippo is, of course, a is a female hippo. Uh-huh. Right. Yes. It's a female hippo that comes in... Um, Runs your house over if you talk about other people's diseases. It runs your house over. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this person came in with a uh, a boil, like essentially, um, it was a big cyst, and yeah. uh, we were uh, we were treating it, and we opened it up a little bit to try to get in there, and it just exploded all over oh, the field. <laughs> yeah. Did because you the pressure was just released. Too and, great. Yeah. Too great. Do, do you ever get sick when you see stuff like that? No. Does it ever make you want to go like <laughs> into the toilet? <laughs> no, I feel like uh you know, one of my mentors who's a OB guy was talking about this the other day and she was like, uh Everyone has their thing. Mm, mm-hmm. Like for her blood and, you know, some some people get kind of weirded out with like genitals, like being down there, working yeah. down there. And she's like, that doesn't bother me. For me, it is barf. Barf. And she doesn't really see a lot of that in her line of work. But she's like, if you're going to be a metal, medical professional, you got to kind of like pick what grosses you out the least. Ooh. So she's like, I could never do peds because that's just like pediatrics, which is yeah. like... That's the kids, kids like barfing, barfing constantly. constantly. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> kids barfing constantly. That's pediatrics for you. Mm-hmm. That's going to do it for Video Games and Comedy Show here in uh, what I would call the post-world, which is a post-coronavirus world that we now live in, a reality that we all must face that our lives are completely different, turned around, upside down, mm-hmm. and will never be the same again. Uh-huh. Uh, Jacqueline Javira, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, did I twist your arm? Did I force you to come on the show? Or did you do it because you were so psyched to get down with the sickness? Like, I love being on the podcast when you need yes. it. It's like very rarely that our worlds collide. And, yes. You know, and I feel like this is a good a good one. Yeah. Um, you can, of course, follow the show at VGA Comedy Show on Twitter, or you can follow me at Ocarina of, Tr- of Crime on Twitter. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? I uh, nah. <laughs> Should I just plug other people's stuff? I, I mean, it's like also like, it's like it's like. Would you even dare plugging your Instagram <laughs> on this? And like the weirdos that listen to this show yeah. end up following you. Uh, JK, all of our listeners are fucking great, and we appreciate you. Thank you so much for your dedication to this show. Um, please be safe out there. Buy lots of dried foods. Buy lots of uh, canned stuff. Uh, do you have any recommendations for people who are? really in the thick of it right now just you know assume they're hearing this on monday so by this point most places have burned down (laughs) uh wash your hands and uh, stay home just stay away from people wash your hands and stay home uh try to find some sort of uh uh, humor or solidarity in these trying times i know i will uh of course just beyond getting down with the sickness. Bye.